DJ and PK in the Morning is proudly presented by Mark Miller Subaru. And I am proud to be representing this company here on this morning radio station, which we've been doing for a long time. David James Stingeldorf is out on a soccer retreat. Is that what we're calling it, a soccer retreat? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. I mean, you got to get geared up for the start of the second half. <laughs> the I've heard of endless summer with RSL and this MLS. It's endless season. These things started in April, and here we are in August, the second half. Yeah, he's on a soccer retreat. He'll be back from his nil-nil vacation coming back tomorrow. But for now, it's just PK and the Yachtster. I was thinking about this. Is BYU that woe-be-gone football program going to have two starting quarterbacks in the NFL? Two starting quarterbacks in the NFL, man. That says something. Are there any teams that got two starting quarterbacks in the NFL right now? I think there are. There are. Oklahoma? Oklahoma, yes. We got Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray. Both those kids are transfers, interestingly. Sure. And did they play? Well, Murray, I think, uh, sat out because he transferred. I think Baker, but was Baker Mayfield only there one season? He sat out too, though. Did he sit out? And then you had, well, Jalen Hurts did not sit out. He came over to Oklahoma. Now we look at him from Alabama. So either way, if you can, if you attribute him to Oklahoma or Alabama, then that's multiples. Oklahoma already has it. But Tua Tagaviloa down there in Miami, if you consider Hurts an Alabama kid, how would you play that? I think it's a little confusing there since he played for both programs. But that's big time, man. If you're putting BYU in the same breath as Oklahoma, holy cow. And then Wentz. Is he going to be back? Is he a starting quarterback? Well, if he's healthy. But he's going to be back, right? At some he's not point. out for the season. No, it was five to 12 weeks. Yeah. The reports were last week that he was progressing faster than expected and right. should be available early. Right. So you got that going on. So there's a few because uh, where did he go? North Dakota State. And where did Trey Lance go? North Dakota State. So how about that? If he ends up being a starter if now. NDSU is. Yeah, we'll have to see if uh, he'll be a starter at some point. Oh, yeah. Whether Wentz will be a starter at the same time could possibly remain to be seen. But you're drafting. What did they draft Lance? Fifth? He was fifth. Yeah. No, he was third overall. Sorry. He was third. So they went yeah. three quarterbacks went right off the yeah, bat. Yeah, one, two, three. So, yeah. So, I mean, Lance is going to play and he's going to start. And then you got uh, Clemson. With Trevor Lawrence, I still believe he's going to start down there in Jacksonville. And I don't know what's going to happen to Deshaun Watson. Who knows? Yeah. He was a starting quarterback. Well, his talent would indicate that he's a starting quarterback. Yeah. I would think. I mean, I'm not sure anybody uh, can argue that uh, as far as that goes. So anybody else? Are we missing any other teams? Uh, Starting quarterbacks in the NFL? 32 teams that's running through different schools in my mind, but I think you've nailed the, I guess, ones that would have multiples. And the Cougars are going to be there. Is is our man Taysom Hill going to start? We'll get the lowdown. Sort of a, I mean, it's not conclusive. Sean Payton after the game, it's just one preseason, but they only have three saying he didn't want to talk about it. 
then let's see. That's kind of cool that the Utes and Aggies have quarterbacks in the NFL. Jordan Love and Tyler Huntley. How about that? He's an undrafted kid. Now, Love, we know, was moved up as far as the first round with the Packers being uh, the team that selected him. We'll see about that. What do you think? Put the question up on Facebook. How is it possible that BYU could have two starting quarterbacks in the NFL in the independent era? This is not in the glory days when they were rolling out 11 and ones every year and McMahon and Young were going to the NFL, as were the people before him, them, I should say, with Wilson and uh, who else? Somebody else. Who am I missing? Nielsen. I say Nielsen, yeah. Yeah. Virgil Carter. And when they were quarterback you, is this the return of quarterback you now? And there was a little blip in there between uh, Hill and Wilson. I don't think that they were teammates. They didn't play together, did they? They did not. No. Mangum got a run there before they decided to go midway through Wilson's freshman season as the starter. And then he took over for the next two and a half years. Sophomore year had a bunch of injuries, though, which actually I think could benefit the Cougars now in retrospect. It worked out pretty good for BYU, in a sense, with having Wilson be injured. Now, maybe he cost him some games, uh, but he couldn't have gone much higher. In fact, he couldn't have gone higher in the draft because since his freshman year, Trevor Lawrence was always going to go number one. So the highest you were going to be able to go was number two, because Wilson was the assumed number one for three years until he became eligible for the draft. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. So Zach Wilson went as high as he could possibly go, and so he sat out with some injuries. What was it, a thumb injury that freshman or sophomore season? And that allowed Romney and Hall to get some experience that the Cougars obviously hope will pay off this coming season. So they're not starting completely and totally from scratch. Each of these kids has starting experience. And then Wilson kicked butt. But it was all scheduled last year. I mean, everybody knows he wouldn't have had that kind of season. I don't even think he would have been drafted if it wasn't for COVID. I mean, you got Biden and Zach Wilson that really need to be grateful for COVID, right? Both those people got in. They won. Just kidding. Relax. Having fun with it. It's a morning show. DJ says to be fun. Be light. Don't be nasty. Don't be mean. People are going to work. They want to enjoy themselves. I got 20 years of him lecturing me. And let me tell you, now that he's not here to interrupt me. <laughs> Please, I need, I need another one to save that I can play back at any time. If you, want, if you want to comment on the manifesto, go back and listen to Jake Scott yesterday. You were out sick. You had food poisoning, which Lloyd Cole told me Michael Jordan had food poisoning, and we saw what he did. And Jake had food poisoning and had to be out for three days. So I'm just saying. Three days. Well, you got it on Friday, didn't you? You had Saturday, Sunday, Monday? I got it Sunday, but okay. Oh, okay, okay. So, I mean, Yach is certainly not MJ. And MJ would let you know that you're not him. I mean, he let Brian Russell know. Oh, he'll (laughs) let anybody know that. (laughs) So just having fun. But how about that? I think it's cool. I think it's especially in, in the independent era where BYU is not on the mindset so put that up on Facebook, and what DJ does is read Facebook questions, but he's on a soccer retreat today. Liberals are in the White House, and no one is batting an eye at all the crises they are making. So yeah, anything is possible. Perry going political. I didn't bring up politics in this. Come on. Why would you do that? And Kevin, way to turn this political, Perry. Yeah, I'm of the DJ mindset. 
You want politics? You got plenty of other shows to go to. We're not coming here. I mean, who cares what I have to say politically? Who barely cares what I have to say sports-wise, let alone politically? Why would I delve into that? I don't have a clue about any of that stuff anyway. Just people yakking. It won't happen, Doug says. Hill will not be the starter. Neither will Winston. Hello, F.A.? Who's F.A.? Free agent? One of these two is going to be the starter in New Orleans, right? We're less than a month away from the start of the season now. It's either going to be one of the two. Is it going to be Hill or is it going to be Winston? I'm pulling for Hill, local kid, another story. Chris says to Doug, well, it's a little late to bring in a free agent at this point unless it's Breeze. Call him the Breeze. Bring back Drew. I don't think that's going to happen. Say Drew's getting fitted for suits because he's going to be on TV. Steve Toon, look at the quarterback position as a whole in the NFL. Only a handful of good ones. All right, well, how do we know that Taysom Hill is not going to be a good one? Why are we ruling that out? Rule that out. Let's see. Jason, quarterback, you is back. Is that true? Uh, Ryan says, as a gadget QB, sure. Is Taysom Hill the best gadget QB in the NFL? <laughs> What's a gadget QB? <laughs> Oh, and they're I, like, see the rivalry. Yeah, that in-state game. Oh, yeah, the in-state game. Come on, you ter- put something out there, and Utes and Cougars go at it. One of the greatest rivalries in college football. Winston threw thirty interceptions. Chris said the last time he played for a full season, Hill won't turn the ball over that many times. Oh yeah, we have to have Sniggy. He loves me. He, he latches onto a stat. 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. Yeah, good thing I don't take a drink every time he says that. He plastered by 8 o'clock. The 30-30 season. <laughs> uh, Scotty, good for them. As an avid BYU hater and troll, these were decent kids, and I wish them the best. All right, Scotty. Way to take the high road. Can you do that after the fact? That's the one thing I wonder with this robbery. When I first got here, you know, I really had no idea. 28 years ago, hard to believe. I really had no idea the intensity and the passion of the robbery. I mean, I knew the schools were close in the same city because I had spent very little time. I had driven through a couple of times uh, in this community. But that, that's about it. And, you know, you saw BYU on television. It seemed like they'd been on TV. By the time I got here, they'd been on TV for at least 10 years consistently. Utah, not so much. I don't recall ever seeing them on television. Maybe I did, but nothing stood out as far as that went. Whereas BYU, there were plenty of things that stood out with them on television. And you knew who their quarterbacks were, right? They had had a name going forward, and obviously – Detmer had won the Heisman a couple of years earlier by the time I had gotten there. So you certainly knew of uh, who their quarterbacks were and their prolific offense, and they were fun to watch, and it did seem like they are on television. But that was the extent. And one thing I did not know is the vitriol between the teams, or the fans of the teams, I should say. 
And working at the Watchdog, uh, my experience over there, at least in the sports room, uh, I don't know if it was dominant, but it seems that majority were Ute fans. And one of the things, one of the guys who thought he was, I won't mention his name, but he just thought he was just above everybody else and thought he was so much better than everybody else. Uh, I remember he was on the desk and he wrote about Sean Bradley. He was covering the NBA and he wrote, the BYU dropout. Come on, man. I mean, you're, you're covering basketball and that was your shot at BYU. The BYU dropout. That's how he second referenced Sean Bradley. As if we went and saw everybody to make sure they got their diploma or not. Because if you didn't get your diploma, then you were a dropout. Right? Like Larry Miller, the U of U dropout. I mean, we would never think to phrase him that. But the point I'm making is even as he was covering the NBA, he still hated BYU. And he used to root against Steve Young in the NFL. And I thought, wow, man. That means means you really, really hate those guys. That just opened my eyes to the rivalry, the BYU dropout on second reference of all things. Uh, And that really, that shocked me. I mean, shock's too strong of a word. In the sports term, it shocked me, I guess. So the hatred that extends into guys when they go into the professional ranks, that you root against them, has that lessened since... The teams are not even playing each other anymore every single season. They won't for the next two years after this. Is there that much hatred for Brady Christensen or Zach Wilson? You'd fans, let me know. Get on our app. Are you going to root for Zach Wilson to fail in the NFL? Are you going to root for Taysom Hill to fail? And Cougar fans... Could you possibly root against Tyler Huntley to fail in the NFL? Now, he did say they're so poo-poo. Who can forget that? They so (laughs) poo-poo? But did you root against Alex Smith, or did you not enjoy his incredible comeback from what they say was potentially a life-threatening injury, and he comes back? To get back at going to lose it, don't they? They so poo poo. <laughs> y'all, can tweet, y'all can tweet that. <laughs> Play it again. <laughs> we never going to lose it, don't they? They so poo poo. <laughs> y'all, y'all can tweet that. <laughs> Stay with me. Let me know, man. Get on our app. Do you hate guys when they go in the NFL from the respective schools? Is it going to that level? Because when I got here in the 90s, that really surprised me. I, I, I just did, didn't happen in L.A. that much. Uh, not that I'm aware of in Arizona. Oh, when they were gone, they were gone. And whatever happened would happen. Are you rooting against these dudes? Stay with us. We'll get to that next. 97.5, 1280 The Zone. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. You know I was babysat until 8th grade. Dolores Arnold used to babysit me every day after school. And Dolores? Her husband. Yeah. Like how you got like 220-pound 8th grade hands. Would Can we not focus on that? You walk in like, hey, Dolores. Hi, Hans. I think it's funny the thought of an 8th grade Hans Olsen probably pushing two bills. <laughs> sitting in and being babysat. You guys let me know when you're done so I can finish my story. Tell us more about Dolores. Anyways, her husband, Don, liked MASH. Sitting next to Don on the couch watching MASH. Hey, Don, (laughs) can can I borrow your shaver? (laughs) 
Catch Hans and Scotty every day. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. For me, I, I root for everybody from Utah. I mean, during the rivalry, rivalry, you can hate who you like, but you should be rooting for Utah people in general, out and about, in every facet of, of life. There you go, man. How about that? I'll tell you about the 60 and 60. The top 60 and 60 is back on the Zone Sports Network. Listen every day at 1.30 as Hans and Scotty will announce another member of the top 60 players in the state of Utah as we count you down to the start of the college football season. It's the top 60 and 60, and it's presented by Cypress Credit Union and Icon Health and Fitness here on the Zone Sports Network. My pick would be Devin Lloyd for number one. We'll see what happens there. Uh, what are they in the teens by now? Uh, I believe, yeah, somewhere around like 15 or 16. Yeah, so uh, another 10 players or so. We'll start getting down to the nitty-gritty as far as that goes. All right, who was that on the app? It came in with Mormon Guy 17 as the name. Mormon Guy 17. Correct. I don't know there what that go. means. Mormon Guy 17. I believe he is Mormon. Is he 17 years old? I don't or... know. Or... I don't know. I don't know what the 17 means. I guess we'd have to see who the 15th and 18th are and the 16th. Mormon guy at 17 says he roots for everybody in the state. We should be rooting for the state of Utah. Can you and Cougars bring yourselves to do that once these players leave and go on? How about for Zach Wilson, though? I mean, he truly is a state of Utah kid all the way through when you think about it, man. Right? I don't know if he was born here, but apparently he was raised here. Obviously went to high school here and stayed local. Yeah, he's going to get an extra dose of fandom from me because he chose to stay local. And everybody knows a Sun Devil fan from me, that will be gone, law-breaking school. His football program is in shambles right now. You should beat them by no less than 30 in October, that would be a big time upset if the Sun Devils. I mean, I don't even know if they'll have five coaches on the team by then. Who will be coaching? Danny White. When we get to that point, they they've got assistants dropping left and right, and then their best defensive lineman out for the season. They're saying with a tricep injury. Oh man, find a way to win two or three games and call it good and regroup and. And get rid of all these lawbreakers and cheaters and malcontents and marauders of youth. And get some people who are going to be upstanding into that program. So with that in mind there, man, you know, for me, I've talked about how kids from Arizona in droves leave. I mean, they are... I mean, the funny thing is that Arizona is a border state, and we know we got people flooding in to the state, as all border states are, if you believe the news. They're just flooding in because the borders are open. Well, when it comes to football in Arizona, they're flooding out because the borders are open. So for everyone that comes across down in Nogales, they've got a Division One player who leaves the border. So it's kind of a wash in terms of population. You know what I'm saying? You got all these people that are coming in. And then you got all these football players that are leaving. 
Mass exodus. Mass migration in, mass migration out. So if there's a player from the state who stays and puts on the maroon and gold, I root for them even more. And can you feel that way with Zach Wilson? Because let's face it, they talk a good game, the coaches do in our state, about, yeah, recruiting in-state, it's our number one priority. Okay, it might be, but it's not the number one priority of the top kids to stay in-state. Those are just facts. And you can't argue with facts. One thing I've said, I've told my children, you can't argue with facts. I've told young Yawk, as we've nurtured him in his 20s, now in his 30s, and he's become a young father, tell your children... You can't argue with facts. And that's what we're having. The top players consistently, and here's where DJ would rush to 24-7 on the internet and get the recruiting rankings, but I don't do that. Because he loves himself some facts. As he's gone, he'll be back tomorrow from his soccer retreat. All fresh up. And coming back from the pitch. And the box and the seven is 17. Isn't there something a soccer is 17 or is it 16 at the 16 at the 17? Isn't there some phrase there? You said Mormon at 17, at the 18 at the 18. Oh, it's so close, man. I don't even know what the crap that means. The 18 but, yard box. Yeah. At the 18. And you got to say like, you know, Hey, you know what you're talking about, man. You know, that's so dope, man. You know, you know what I mean, man. Right. Let's keep it. Keep it. You got time. Kids got time these days. They know what I'm talking about. So with that in mind, man, Zach Wilson, he's going to be my hero when he blows up and wins the AFC Rookie of the Year. And I'm going to root for him even more because he stayed local. And the facts are some of the best players usually leave this state. And we can recite them on and on. And here's the number two pick. The highest pick of any kid in state. Has any got, anybody gone number one? I realize Smith did, but I'm talking about kids who played high school ball here. I do not believe so. Has there ever been number one? Bogut went number one. And he's from Australia, just here two years. Van Horn, at least he stayed here for four years. He went number two in the NF, uh, NBA draft. I think in 97, was it? Long time ago. Time's getting away from you, people. Getting away from all of us. All right, what do you think on that? Can you find it in your heart, Ute fans, to root for Wilson? Because he's sort of a, he's an adjunct Ute, is he not? He's a quasi-Ute, is he not? They had to redecorate their yard, or, uh, basement with Ute gear, put up Cougar gear. They're Cougars now. They got another well, son, Josh, playing there, linebacker for the Cougars, as the Utes continue to thumb their nose at the Wilson family and a younger quarterback who didn't even start. They've already offered him, right? He's just a sophomore. Yep. As Corner Canyon put, uh, what they put, 72 on Farmington? Yeah, 72 past Farmington. But I understand they had two defensive scores. Correct, but Devin So the Brown, offense was a little crappy. He only scored 58. Yeah, but he had eight touchdowns in the first half or something. So yeah. Yeah, and as I understand, they uh, took the air out of the ball in the second half, played the JV defense coordinator, touting his defensive acumen. Come on, man. That's got to be the easiest job in the history of football. 
All right. We got the Monsonian man coming up next. We'll find out why he loves the jazz so much. Stay with us. 97.5, 1280 The Zone.